Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hi there and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. I am really excited about today. Today uh, is episode 676 and it's titled Embracing Your Innocence. And yesterday uh, we had a great guest, uh, Rashid Huda, who is a client of mine and I was also on his podcast. He, and he has a mission about, you know, living life on your terms, living into what you want to do and so forth. And you know, we hear that kind of stuff all the time. Create the life you want and kind of like it's some kind of a dream state. And we we sometimes think, well, it's possible for somebody, but not for me. And we have all kinds of excuses and reasons why maybe it, it won't work. And you know what? When as long as we live in those excuses and reasons, it won't work. But your ultimate life is founded on this simple premise. You today, you listening to this right now, you can have... A life of purpose, prosperity, and joy. And you can create it by serving with your divine gifts. And I, that's worth repeating. It's really simple. You can have a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving with your divine gifts. How you turn that into a business, how you make money, or whether or not you make money with a particular gift, or in what fashion, or how much... You know, those are all things that are decided, but take it apart for a minute. A life of purpose. That means you love what you do. You have a reason to get up every day. You lean into that. My discovery, you know, at my age, 66, and through the decades of other kind of life that I have, is that purpose comes from love. Love is the binding element of of the universe. Serving each other is what we really do or meant to do. And there's so much of people in the world trying to prove that they're cool or establish, you know, prestige and wear jewelry and fashion and things. And they get their validation and value from that externality or they get their validation and value from how much they can swear or how tough they are or how many movies they've been in. And so we have this whole religion around money that has nothing to do with purpose It has nothing to do with real prosperity. Like, I know people who have so much money, they don't do anything themselves. They don't even tie their own shoes, practically, that are not happy. They're not happy. They grind through life, or they float through life. They can do whatever they want, and that isn't happy. They they float from thing to thing looking for happy, but they're not happy. That's because money and happy aren't the same. And it's, it's easy to say that. When you don't have money and you think, well, if I just had it, then I'd show you you were wrong. But I know what that's like to have more money than you need, a lot more than you need, and and to waste it and to do silly things. I also know people who have a lot of money who do really good things with it, who give a lot away, who support good causes, and who are very engaged in that. And their joy and happiness has nothing to do with money. And I know that because they tell me. 
their ability to support things is fun. It's joyful. It fulfills a, a purpose for them, which is to support these good things. But it's got nothing to do with true joy. So prosperity means money. It means having enough to eat and live and everything else. But it means so much more. Prosperity in your relationship with the divine and your relationship with yourself primarily. I was working with a client this morning, and it was just so interesting. It came to their realization like a, like a brick that the most important relationship is the one with themselves, how they feel about, how they talk to themselves and so forth. That was so paramount and so missing in this particular conversation. Today's episode is Embracing Your Innocence, and I'm doing this one and tomorrow's after Rashid's because he's about living your life on your own terms, following your passions, the thing you love to do, and all that stuff that we hear about so much of the time. And then we often debunk like, yeah, it's possible for somebody, but not for me. Well, the whole purpose of this podcast, we're nearly 700 episodes, is to encourage you to explore what if, what if it's possible for you here now, not somebody out there somewhere. And a question that really uh, dives deeply into this is, is this. I was talking to a client this morning who was telling me about the job that they hated. They hate this job that they have. Okay. Uh, and then they said, but I have to do it because all the reasons, money and payment of things. And when I took it, I thought it would be okay. And now I hate it and on and on and on. I, I, I've heard that. I don't know how many times. And maybe you feel that way. But the question I ask is, what prevents you from loving this job? Well, I just don't like it. I understand that. But what, what, may, what prevents you from making a choice to love this job? And so we went on in the discussion and they realized that all of this Stuff takes place in your head. It's an attitude. It's an idea. It's a feeling inside of you. It doesn't really have anything to do with the job itself. So today's title is Embracing Innocence, and I want to hark back to kids, little kids, children uh, that we all have all been, obviously, and that we've all seen even in our adult years. And innocence is the word that I'm using. It means lots of things. But in this case, I'm using innocence as the word to signify unencumbered by worrying about what other people think. So yesterday, day before yesterday, I was on, the, on a coaching call with a client, and we were talking about a fungus. Uh, and I call it a fungus. You can call it anything you want. And it's the Wittot fungus, W-I-T-O-T, and it stands for what I think others think. And as kids, we're not too worried about that. You know, I remember with my brother playing with, you know, silly things, pieces of wood and stuffed animals and just hours and days of imagination and fun and everything else. And the stories of that kind of enjoyment are endless. And videos are posted, you know, of, about these simple pleasures that don't involve any money or anything complicated. And there's pure joy there. And so as youngsters... We have the ability with imagination and with choice to simply play, to live life, to enjoy, to do things we need to do, and we're not worried about what people think. And that wittot, W-I-T-O-T, what I think others think, comes into play as we grow up. We sort of unlearn the ability to be joyful. We unlearn the ability to be uh, to to find exactly satisfaction in what we're doing right here, right now. 
we somehow unlearn that and we believe, we start to believe, well, I'll be happy when this, when I have enough money or when I buy this thing or that thing, and I'll be happy when so-and-so, you know, goes away or does this, or I get a new boss or a new job or more money or whatever it is. And we lose the innocence of simply being satisfied, choosing to be not only satisfied, but joyful here in this moment. And my question is, you still have that in you, so do I. What is in the way of you embracing that innocence, your ability to just simply be purely in joy, not enjoy, but in joy with what's right there in front of you right now? Like, what keeps you from doing that? And no matter what you say, the answer always comes back to it's a choice. We've decided in our mind that we can't be happy, we can't have fun, can't have joy, unless and until we have, and then the list is whatever it is. So as kids, we had that ability, we've unlearned it, and much of creating the ultimate life, where you have a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving with your divine gifts, is is recapturing that, leaning into the innocence. Now, in yesterday's podcast, Rashid talked about twisting balloons a little bit, and I had the chance to talk to him at length about that on, at another time. And he simply made a, made a choice to see what he could do. So he learned about twisting balloons, you know, those long ones that they twist into animals and all kinds of crazy shapes. And he learned that he could do that really well. And on top of that, he learned that he enjoyed doing it. And he learned that he could provide a lot of joy and fun for mostly kids, but sometimes adults who were being kids. Oh, gee, what a terrible thing uh, by doing twisting of balloons. And so he was able to make a living, support himself for a while, for a period of time. I think he said he twisted balloons 10 years as as a means of income. And I don't know if that was his only means of income or not. And it wasn't even important. He made a choice to have fun doing that thing, twisting balloons, bringing joy to kids at parties and restaurants. And there were some restaurants that even then began to pay him to be there at a certain time because clients wanted that experience of the balloon guy, right? And so they paid him to be there. And then, of course, he was able to charge for the balloon twisting experience, And he had fun doing it. He learned a skill. He turned it into money. He made people happy, and it was fun. Now, I don't know about you, but learning to make money or to to do something powerful, productive, and that creates income for you that is fun, that brings joy to others, and that you enjoy doing, like, I don't know what else is better than that. We live in this religion that somehow we got to have more, more of everything, bigger cars, bigger this, newer this, newer that. And it's not only not true, it's also a recipe for sadness because what you don't really need will never satisfy you because you can, you can never get enough. That's how it goes. You can never get enough of things you don't need because things you don't need won't really satisfy you. We need love. We need to care for and serve each other. So... The balloon example was a a fabulous story and a fabulous example of of a simple thing to learn to do that provided income and and fun and service. So I'm not saying you should learn to twist balloons or you should scrapbook. I know a lady who scrapbooks and she conducts workshops and seminars on scrapbooking and how to do that well. And she makes money Uh, and she does it by teaching people how to collect and organize and sort their memories and create 
you know, his family history and everything else for birthdays and anniversaries and all kinds of stuff. So there's another way to use your gifts and talents, and there are thousands. There's an infinite number of ways. I know people that teach gardening. I know people that teach music. There's just an infinite number of ways to do that. And as a coach, I do that. Here is me embracing my innocence. I don't care what anybody thinks or says about what I do. I help people realize they're divine beings to find joy in simple things, to take a stand clearly for who they are and who they are not, and to show up in the world in all their glory, authenticity, and power, and therefore create happiness from that. So I'm using my gift of, of speech, of my own experience, of my own trials and struggles to bring joy to the world, and I get paid as a coach to do that. Now, this podcast is a labor of love because there's no money there, but I don't care. My commitment for 2022 is to help 10 million people discover, develop, and serve with their divine gifts. So now that we understand that we've lost this somewhere, it's been socialized out of us by the money of religion and the disease of recognition and wittot, what I think others think, what does it take for you right here, right now, to just make a step in that direction? One of the diseases we have is thinking everything's all or nothing and right now or never. Nothing in nature is that way. Things happen gradually. Things grow at their own pace. Movement is slow and gradual and in the right direction. Years come and go. Growing seasons come and go. Why can't we seem to get it through our, our, our souls and our heads that life is like that? So the question for us today is, how do you get that back? Well, I want you to figure out how to get it back. I'll tell you some of the ways that I do. This podcast is a way. I'm not doing it to make money. I'm doing it to bless you, to encourage you, to love you. That's why I do it. I have guests on for the same reason. Another thing that I do is I do music. I write songs. Yes, I sell them. Yes, I make a small amount of money, but I'm not doing that because I'm looking for big cash. I'm doing it to encourage people, to tell stories, to lift and bless people's lives. I had the opportunity to meet somebody on Lunch Club yesterday. And when I asked him at the end, what can I do to serve you? And you know what he said? He said, I'd like, I love music and I love listening to different things. Can you tell me about some music? So I was able to introduce him on Spotify to some music that I'd done about the moons of Jupiter. So there were thematic music about the moons of Jupiter uh, from information captured in the Voyager flyby many years ago. He was fascinated, and then he looked at everything else I had and whatever. And so that was a joyful thing that I did then, brought joy now, satisfied his need, connected us more deeply, and everything else. So my invitation to you today is to play on the floor. Get out some toys and play on the floor, maybe by yourself, maybe with some Legos, maybe with a kid, maybe with your spouse, or do something exactly equivalent. Roll around in the yard with the dog. Don't have the wit-hot fungus get in your way, what I think others think, worrying about who might see you, who might think this or that or the other. I had a client once, I told him to run out in the backyard behind his business, not backyard, but back alley behind his business and scream, I'm happy, to the sky, and he couldn't do it. He was so frightened that he couldn't do that thing. Now, I want you to think about what that means 
in your life? Where are you too frightened to play, to be silly, to embrace your innocence, to live into the pure joy of being a divine creation, a child of God with gifts and talents, and to create this sense of joy like that's available to you any minute, any day, any time. I challenge you to do that, to go all in and do something fun and silly right now, today, as a means to explore creating your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky